Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardell, joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how are you? Never better, Chris. My team's going to the Super Bowl. It's lunchtime. I just ate, and I feel good. How, how are you? Uh, one of those three things applies. Uh, When's your lunchtime? Well, okay, so I'm actually... Actually, Matthew, uh, I'm on... I'm on a little water fast right now. I'm doing a week-long water fast. What does that mean? Uh, exactly what you think it means. You drink running water? Running water, that's it. I, well, I'm running while drinking water. <laughs> it's, quick, it's quick water. Actually, it's funny, funny you mentioned trying to lose weight. I just joined a gym. Okay. So I'm trying to get Congratulations back to them for all the money they're going to take from you over the years. Yes, I planned on getting up at 7 a.m. this morning to go. Got up at 6.30, went right back to bed, so off to a good start. <laughs> well, look, people do say a good night's sleep is a very important element <laughs> of losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I woke up, and it was, like, freezing and pitch black, and I was like, you know what, today's not the day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> This doesn't feel like one of the morning things. <laughs> yeah, so, and I had just joined it last night on the internet, so it was like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, wasn't ready. Yep. Is it a? Is it one of the big one of the big gyms, it's, or is it a local? It's the plan. It's just it's a it's a Planet Fitness, which I okay. I used to belong to forever ago, and you know I just want to I don't know I just want to get back into doing that and getting out of the house, especially now right right now with our basement being um, redone. It's mm-hmm. been tough to me for me to get on my own treadmill and do certain things. I wouldn't mind starting to like use a couple of the machines again. You know I like doing that a little bit so. You know, I just want to just want to get at get get back out there and try to get a little bit more active while I can. Yeah, well, while I can, that sounds like a <laughs> wow, it's <laughs> ominous. I I'm, I'm healthy. Just fat. I've always I've always been very interested in in water fasting and the science of it, everything that goes along with it. If people don't know anything, they should read a little bit. Crazy, it's crazy beneficial for your body. It's just uh, it's incredibly difficult because you know your body wants to eat food. So you're the just longest, drinking water. Longest I've ever done is three days. That was uh, that was just recently. It was uh, probably like three days ago. As a matter of fact, I finished that. It's so it's not just water. It's it's water. The only the only other stuff I'll have is I'll have some teas, herbal teas. I'll have a green tea, an oolong tea, and uh, I, I supplement potassium, magnesium, that kind of stuff, so that I don't cramp and uh, my head my headaches aren't too bad. This seems insanely hard to do. It's yes. And can I tell you what? The hardest thing for me, and and we're going to talk about this in a week where the our team is uh, headed to the Super Bowl, where there's so much to talk about. I have BavadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. We're going to look at all the Super Bowl lines, props, cool stuff like that. And uh, we'll get to that in just a minute when I'm done talking about myself. But <laughs> Do people really hardest... want to hear sports? <laughs> they want to hear water so. fasting. I, this is, I think that's what it's about. I really do. The hardest thing for me three days ago, um, and I had, I had like, I had like tried to do it 
a handful of times and inevitably I would get like 20 hours or 24 hours and I'd be hungry or I wouldn't feel good or there'd be some excuse. You know how it goes. Oh, but, dude, I feel like with that, I would make an excuse within like the first 15 minutes. <laughs> like just like I, it was I'm cold done. this morning it's it was cold, it was cold. yeah <laughs> no but what i'm a little bummed because the three day i did the thing that was hardest for me was was the ritual was dealing with the ritual of eating because you're just you're so accustomed to like okay it, it's noon this is when i eat or hey i have a, a cup of coffee and a cup of coffee to wake me up in the morning or you know what whatever so you that can't even have hardest. coffee. I can't have. I you can have black coffee, but I'm oh, not yeah. a just black coffee fan. Yeah, you're like one of the like the girls that they make fun of on TikTok, where they put like 98 percent milk and creamer, and then a dash of coffee. First you of ever all, see those on hurt. TikTok? <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't seen that on TikTok. Although, although we do have uh, have registered the underdog TikTok account, underdog podcasts. And we'll be putting some money into it this month as we figure out what the hell our TikTok presence is going to look like. No, I'm very easy with I'm very easy with coffee. I am just a I'll get the the Keurig or I'll use the Breville. I'll either ground some ground some uh, coffee beans, just like regular uh, like Pete's dark roast, and just a little bit of uh, Atkins vanilla shake. Vodka. Oh yeah. A little bit of vodka. A little bit. A little bit of vodka. You gotta, you gotta start the morning off right. If you know what I mean. <laughs> no, just, a, just a little, just a little bit of an Atkins shake, just so there's a little bit yeah. of flavor in there. But I'm, I'm, that's the only thing I'm gonna put in. Nothing else. I don't do the. Alexa once got me one of uh, some Starbucks drink, and it just, it tasted like candy to me, and I was like, I don't know about this. Oh, it was crazy. I, I think I talked about it here before, where like. Um... It was like Starbucks Red Cup Day. You had to order a certain drink, and I so I was like, "All right, like let me order this goofy peppermint mocha, whatever." And it was absolutely delicious. But it was mm. like this isn't like, and it was um, six hundred and fifty calories or something like that. Right. Like so a third of what you should be having for the day. It was unreal, and it was. But I was like, but the one thing that really stunk. It was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna drink all these calories. And I didn't even get my red cup that day. I don't know what happened. Starbucks didn't have any left or something. So I'm looking at you, Starbucks. I want my red cup. You should have bailed. You should have bailed (laughs) as soon as you realized there was no red cup. You're like, I don't want that garbage drink. I just wanted the cup. I had already ordered it on the app. So they already took my payment. If you're not ordering stuff on apps ahead, you're literally missing out. No, I agree with that. We Every time we we go to Starbucks, when I have to pick stuff up for Alexa, it's always... She orders it, and I walk in, and I wonder how there's not more theft. I've always wondered about this, especially with oh. like the with like the DoorDash and Uber Eats culture, where restaurants just like put their food out, and anybody can come up, walk up and take it. Well, that's what I always think about. Like Panera, dude. Like if you just walk into a Panera Bread at lunchtime, yeah. you could just grab whatever you want that's sitting there. Like and For just sure. like, like there's no one checking. Like, why not? Just, I mean, it's, I guess, unethical and morally wrong. But <laughs> that is the big reason it stops most people. But, um, but yeah, but you not just, you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never done it. But actually, the best is one time. So I, I always order ahead from Starbucks. And um, I ordered ahead one time. And I walk and I'm sitting there in the office. And, uh, and I'm, somebody comes up to me and they're like, oh, like, what's up, Alyssa? And I'm like, what are you, what? 
like and I look at my drink and it says Alyssa on it. So I had grabbed the wrong drink and I all I could think about like what happened to Alyssa that day. Like when she like I definitely threw up for a whole day because she was definitely standing there waiting for her drink and then finally had to go ask them, be like, hey, like, where's my drink? Like it's not up here. Like it definitely caused an issue for her. And ho- hopefully she just grabbed Matt that was sitting there and took it and left. <laughs> Well, Alyssa, if you're listening, know that Matt is deeply apologetic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not going to do anything now, but I'm sorry. You said you're sorry, and that's, that is something. <laughs> and I still think about it, and it's been about five to six years. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never grabbed the wrong name, but I have gotten the wrong Alexa drink when I picked it up. And that's just bad luck. <laughs> yeah, now that's just unfortunate that someone else is uh, ordering under that name at the same time. Yeah, that's just that's just bad luck. But I do wonder how what percentage of what the percentage of theft was that increased after these restaurants like the Chipotle around here when it's busy, it'll the rack will be jam packed with to go orders for DoorDashers to pick up and it will spill out onto they have tables that it spills out onto anybody. Like nobody's saying a word. I just walk up, take something. Never in my name, by the way, because it's always under Alexa's name. <laughs> walk up, take it. Nobody's ever said a word to me. Yeah, no one questions you. Like no one ever said anything. I mean, there are some places like the Manhattan Bagel. You do have to ask them. Mm. So, like at least that's behind the counter. But a lot, yeah, like you're saying, a lot of these places, it just sits out and it's just like, go, go ahead, grab it. Like now, the only pro- problem with that is you grab something. It's like something you don't like, you know, and then you're just wasted two lunches. Well, that's true. That's certainly true. And yes, I, I, that <laughs> you is get like an best. apple salad, an it's apple. Big, oh, what is this garbage? <laughs> an apple uh, walnut I, uh, salad. Nobody wants that. When we lived in in Pleasant Hill, California, there was there was a very big homeless population there, and I always thought like any of these people can just like I'm shocked they don't just walk into walk into Chipotle or walk into McDonald's or walk into whatever and just take something. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it happens. To be honest. Because I apparently guess, I think homeless people are morally bankrupt. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, geez. <laughs> but, no, I uh, apologize. <laughs> but I'm certain I'm certain it happens. Actually, yeah. did you see did you watch the documentary about Kai? The remember that guy, the Smash guy? That was a crazy documentary. What? <laughs> Kai, the guy who was like uh the hatchet wielding guy, the hatchet wielding no. hitchhiker. Remember that video? Oh, I think I, I did. I think I saw this, but I, I saw the I saw it on Netflix. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I ever watched it. Crazy documentary, man. Would would recommend. Stuff was uh, stuff was nutty. Well, we've been watching a lot of TV here lately. I, I watched uh, I watched that new movie with Matt I. Moody and Colin Farrell. The the Banshees of Inner I watched it as well. I I, I thought it was going to be in Bruges, like a lot of people did, and it was not. But it was still very good. So I don't know what In Bruges is. Oh, treat yourself, dude. In Bruges is uh, In Bruges is the last movie that Brendan Gleeson and and Colin Farrell did together with the same director. Okay. And it's it's about two hitmen, and that's all I'm going to tell you because it is a genuinely like fantastic movie. So but, is it similar to? Um, dang it! What's that movie? Uh, where he goes back to his high school dance. The girl from Gross Point Blank. Gross Point Blank. <laughs> uh, Gross Point Blank is a great movie. There are no similarities. What do you mean? They're both hitmen. Yeah, John Cusack's a hitman, and so is Dan Aykroyd. 
fine. That is where the similarities end. They are both movies that somehow somewhat revolve around Hitman. No, this is in Bruges is a, is a sensational movie. All right, and I'll check it out. I would encourage everybody. Like, it, this is not this is not going to be as divisive as my daddy's home two recommendation. <laughs> like, I think pe- people genuinely all pretty much consider in Bruges to be a, a pretty a very good movie. It's it's a good watch. It's fun. Colin Farrell's very good in it. Brendan Gleeson's very good in it. And uh, it also, you mentioned Mad-Eye Moody. It also stars Voldemort. So there you go. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Ray Fiennes, is it? Oh, wow, yeah, I will. You know what? I will watch this. We've been on a big movie kick lately. We're, we were trying to watch all the movies that were coming out uh, as, like, best picture. So we started with In Shireen. That was a good movie. It was weird. It was, like, it had funny moments. It was, like, very... The scenes were really cool, like from the island and everything. Beautifully shot movie. Yeah, so I really, really enjoyed it. No, it was a, it, it was a, it was a good watch. I hard recommend for anybody out there right now. Watch uh, when you watch In Bruges. I think you'll understand why people expected it to be a little different because it was, it was kind of somber. There were funny, there were funny scenes for sure, but it was a somber movie in general. Uh, in Bruges is more of a is more of a comedy. Okay. Okay. How many of the best picture have uh, best picture movies have you gotten through? We have seen Banshees of Insurine. Okay, which by the way, I'm looking at the entertainment props on Bavada. The Banshees of uh, Insurine, if if that's how you you think it's said, I trust you because you watched it more recently than me. <laughs> is plus three hundred the number two uh, number two most likely winner? And we have also seen. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> I saw Top Gun Maverick, which is number three. That's plus keep, a thousand. If we keep saying we want to see that, and we want to see, we're we're gonna watch Elvis soon too. We're definitely gonna watch that. Elvis plus eight thousand, and the favorite is Everything Everywhere All at Once, the the uh, multiverse movie from last year, which is minus two fifty at Bavada. And I purchased and still haven't watched, but I hear it's very, very good. Um, interesting. Okay. I don't know if I know that movie. I don't even no know interest I... at all in Avatar The Way of Water for me. None. You don't even want to see it? Did you watch? I never watched the first one fully. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm sure I watched it. I watched it through the first time. Never thought like, oh, I want to watch that again. I'm, I'm sure at some point in my life I will see the, the sequels. But it is... Uh, no rush. James Hong is in that movie. Jamie Lee Curtis? Interesting. This is Avatar? No, this is uh, Everything, Everything Everywhere, Everywhere All at Once. Once. Yeah, it's James Michelle Slate? Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh is, uh, I believe she is the favorite to win Best Actress. Um, uh, she's she's behind only Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, minus 225 at Bavada, and Michelle Yeoh, plus 140. And they're they're basically the the only two real options. Uh, somebody named Andrea Risenborough, who I'm sorry, I don't know who that is, is plus eighteen hundred. Anna de Armas plus twenty five for Blonde, and Michelle Williams plus thirty five hundred for The Fablemans. What movie is Kate Blanchett up for? Tar, which I'm not overly familiar with. United States of Tara. The United States of Tara. Yes, the old. Uh, what is her name? This Showtime show, but I can't remember what. Who, who. She's a pretty famous actor or actor. Yes, hundred percent. She's a famous actress. I'm not criticizing. I just Tony don't Collette. remember. Tony Collette. Okay. I I remember watching like a little bit of that, like whenever it came out back in the day. I just accepted that that 
was not a show for me. That show was not made for me. I don't. It's, it's, it is just what it is. It had three seasons. I, you act like you're surprised. I am. I it, it won. It won awards, I believe. Why did it stop after three seasons? Then I don't know. Maybe Tony Collette was difficult to work with on set. Yeah. That. Wow. That's where you want to go with. <laughs> wow. It actually. Uh, okay. So she won outstanding lead actress in a comedy series at the Emmys in 09. Mm. Then she won um, Best Actress Golden Globe Awards and then she, for television series, musical or comedy, and then also won again Outstanding Lead in the Comedy Series. Yeah, so she was no joke. Outstanding Main Title Design it won in 09. Interesting. That feels like it's not necessary. <laughs> I that feels see... a little self-congratulatory to me. Like, do we really need that? <laughs> I want to see what, what won last year. So in I don't know, but I'll tell you what's trying to win this year is The Last of Us, and it, it's trying to be Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones was cool because, like, yeah, the 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 title screen kind of like showed you what was going on in the world and where you were going to see. It was a little sneak peek into the episode. And The Last of Us, while a, a very good show, is just it's boring and long. The title sequence. Okay, so Game of Thrones in 2019 won. Uh whatever this award, Emmy award for outstanding main title design makes sense. And then it also won in 2011. Wait, it was uh, around that long. Yeah. True detective wow. won in 2014. Last year we had severance. I have know. still never seen severance. Don't know what severance is. Uh, it's an Apple TV show starring the gentleman from the parks and rec. Whose name is Adam Scott. I know Adam Scott personally. Yeah, went to my high school. Him or the golfer? The golfer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm surprised Scrubs was never nominated. It's kind of annoying. I, I've been rewatching a little bit of Scrubs. Scrubs is always like I'm in the, I'm downstairs. I'm I want to watch something, but I don't know what to watch. I'm not willing to commit to anything long term. So I've, uh, I've actually, I'm, I just got to the point where where uh, what is her name? Sarah Chalk's boyfriend. She's she's going out with. Uh, the guy with the short hair, who's the the the, the, the oh god, I know Scott who Foley. You're okay, he's going out with Scott Foley, and he just he just went away for six months. Ah, I remember, I remember, I remember it all too well. But uh, we've been watching not of my thing. Uh, <laughs> we've been watching the Kung Fu Panda new like TV show on Netflix. Have you seen that? Okay, no, I haven't seen it. How is it? It is awesome. So it's uh, I don't know if it's led. No, it's not Legends of Awesomeness. It's the Dragon Knight, and it's very easy, dumb little watch. And second season just came out. So if you are a fan of the Kung Fu Panda movies, just turn it on. Turn it on. Well, and are, check it out. Are you out. bringing this up because I've talked about this on the show? No, have you? So I don't think there is an animated movie that I've I've seen more than Kung Fu Panda one. Oh, it's the best. We probably have talked about it. I love Kung Fu Panda. For me, oh, for me, it was a little. It wasn't. It's not the funnest story in the world. But right after, right after we had the house fire in in two thousand whatever, and I was I was uh, staying at my grandfather's. Like it was one of the only movies that I had. So I watched it every night to go to bed. I mean, sounds amazing. And it was, and I love it. I still to this day, I still love it. Well, that's like uh, I just reposted the thing on my Instagram where um, where it's like everybody in the early 2000s when you woke up at like three in the morning and it was like, dit, 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 dit. 
<laughs> George Lopez <laughs> jumping on the trampolines and everything. <laughs> and it just, I, I feel like every night I would wake up and for some reason, I don't know what I was watching before, but the Lopez show was always on at like one, two in the morning. And I love the Lopez show. I would start watching it. It was such a good show. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we all had those shows where it's just like we would wake up in the middle of the night and they were on from whatever it was we went to sleep watching. Well, the best is I would fall asleep then, and then in college I would sleep at my buddy's house because I didn't feel like walking back like late at night to the dorms, and I, I would wake up, and then Rugrats would be playing, and they were always like, why are you watching Rugrats? And I was like, I'm not. I was watching the Lopez show. And also, don't judge me from watching Rugrats. It's awesome. <laughs> I know I'm 19 years old, but I'm watching Rugrats right now. I do not judge you. Have you uh... – have you seen any of these best actor candidate movies? Have you seen The Whale? Uh, you've seen Banshees. You're going to see Elvis. Do you, I don't know what After Sun or Living are. I have not seen any of those. I hear people say really good things about The Whale. Brendan Fraser, minus 175, but Bavada the favorite. People are very put on in a bunch on the of weight. Whale. Yeah. Well, that was real weight? I think. I mean, I he know. looks I don't, I don't know that for a fact, so. Yeah, I thought that was just uh, that was just TV weight or movie weight in this case. That's what. I, yeah, TV movie weight. There's only five right. nominees, six nominees. Yeah. Oh wait. I've never oh. even heard of some of these movies. I haven't either. A little more obscure. Uh, no. Okay, so he put on some weight, but didn't put on enough weight. And he wear he wore a uh, a three hundred pound fat suit filled with dried beans and marb. I don't know what marb is. <laughs> Sounds like lunch to me. Although when I try to search it, it comes up as marbles. So I wonder if this is just it's just the the pages being weird. Oh, can you imagine wearing a a suit filled with marbles? That does not feel comfortable. Yeah, um, I mean. I don't understand how it would all stay there. Like when they, I guess, I don't know. It feels like if you fell over in it, it would hurt. Oh, very much so. <laughs> I guess because this, the gentleman in the whale was apparently 600 pounds. So I guess Frazier got up to around three bills and then had to wear a 300 pound fat suit. Is it? I don't, what's the goal to get up to 600 pounds? <laughs> yeah, right? Like that's, I mean, Christian Bale could do it, but I don't know about Brendan Frazier. Christian Bale could do it, and then he would weigh 98 pounds three weeks later for another movie. <laughs> I'm, like, a little confused. Um, wow, they said James Corden almost landed that role over Brendan Fraser. Wait, did oh. – so you're saying The Whale. Is this based off a true story? Matthew, I don't have that information. Kill me. Kill me. You're, you're, you're literally apparently Googling about it, but <laughs> – uh, the whale is uh, in Idaho. Charlie, reclusive and unhealthy English teacher, blah, blah, blah. Chance to reconnect with his teenage daughter. Is the whale a true story? Greg, feel free to yell it through the screen <laughs> right now. The answer is no. <laughs> is it, did you look it up? Yeah, it says... Uh, no, it says, it's not true. Yeah. It's not based on a true story. It's almost completely work of fiction. Almost completely. Where's the true parts? How do you get Human some true parts? There's human beings in it. People reconnecting with their daughters. Okay. Yeah, but like that's not it's gotta be based off that actually happening, right? I don't I mean, I feel like movies get away with the based off of a, a true story thing to a crazy degree and then just oh, completely yeah. make shit up. 
<laughs> based off of the true story in that this gentleman existed at one time. <laughs> at one point, this person was a person. And that's yes, it. The, the story surrounding him is completely manufactured. but <laughs> Like Troy. Why do you think I was trying to buy your life rights? The things we can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that's he's from South Dakota. It's like, no, I'm not. I've never even been there. <laughs> no, you are. You are. You are. <laughs> Mid eighteen quiet, please. <laughs> Mid eighteen hundreds. I'm like, I'm still alive. What? <laughs> trying, I'm trying to get Brendan Fraser another award for this movie. So. <laughs> Would you keep your mouth shut? I think he won some award the other day. I saw him on stage doing something. Yeah, he's had quite a little resurgence. Uh, he was he was in that that canceled Batman movie at HBO Max. He was playing the bad guy. Unfortunately, why was he canceled? It was a like ta- the rumor is it was horrible. Batgirl, uh, oh, starring Batgirl. Le- Leslie Grace or Leslie um something. I feel like the all girl. the DC ones stink. The only thing that's been good is the HBO show with uh, John Cena. Yeah, yeah, which is coincidentally one of only two shows that 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 James Gunn and Peter Safran are keeping moving forward in the new DC universe. And you know, yes, it does help that that James Gunn's wife stars in Peacemaker. Yes, so very true, very true. Probably helps move it forward, but it's good. Okay, so Peacemaker season two has been put on hold as James Gunn focuses on Superman. Why are we still doing Superman movies? Well, Superman was one of the he. They released the the first ten things they're going to do for the DC, their new DC universe moving forward and i think i think superman was a 2024 or a 2025 release who's playing superman no nothing's cast yet i'm over i'm over superman i feel like they've tried it so many times and it just doesn't work it's just impossible to make him interesting and he's the most interesting man in the world no that's that guy from that commercial oh okay dos equis yeah yeah why doesn't he get a documentary why is he not superman why is he not Superman? <laughs> yeah, they said they said they wanted to go younger with Superman. So that guy, that guy can play twenty five. <laughs> uh, now I'm just thinking of Scrubs, where it's I'm no Superman. The theme song. It all comes back to Scrubs. <sighs> yes, it it all comes back to Scrubs and the the terrible eighth season. <laughs> but which, by the way, should have worked in theory if they wouldn't have tried to make it a, make it Scrubs and just let it be a spinoff. It could have worked. The casting was good. You got Dave Franco in there. You got um the the well the girl whose name I can't remember right now. So that's great. Uh, Eliza Coop. Eliza Coop. Thank you. And uh, and the other girl who was in the Kevin Smith movie Red State, and then the guy was actually pretty good as well. It was the casting was decent. That guy ended up being in a different TV show about ambulance drivers. Sounds good. I don't know. I don't know what uh what uh how long it ran for. Scrubs Med School. I gotta find the guy's name now because now it's gonna yeah. look for it. Yeah. But, and you, while while you're looking you, for it, do you have it yet? No, not yet. I'm looking for it. You look for it. No, I'm not looking for it. <laughs> um, I don't got time to look for this stuff. Why is he not in the top four billing? He was literally oh here it goes. Michael Mosley. Okay, I would have never come up with that. What oh never mind, it's Drew Sufflin. Or no, it's Mike, no, it's Michael Mosley. <laughs> How, <laughs> literally looking at a picture of a guy's face. How is it this hard? Was he in Ozarks? Yes, he was in Ozark. He was the he was the the the, the one they killed, right? The pre wasn't he the preacher? 
Oh yeah, that's correct. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He. That was. Oh, those are good. Where is the other TV show he was in? I'm still, still a little bit mad that spoilers for Ozark for anybody who hasn't watched it at this point. You skip ahead thirty seconds. Still a little mad that killed Julia Garner. Rude. It was rude. He was in a couple things. He was in Pan Am, Thirty Rock. Sirens. He was in the TV show called Sirens from 2014 to 2015. So he went from medical so school to here. <laughs> yeah. So he went from medical school to being an EMS driver. So he had a base of knowledge, and that's the important thing. Yeah, he dropped out of med school though. Oh, that guy. I mean, whatever, right? You could go to, I don't think you need to go to med school to be a paramedic. You just have to be go to paramed school. Which is flight. Yeah, which is <laughs> skydiving, I believe. <laughs> Paragliding school. <laughs> <laughs> I get those confused. Anyway, you have any interest in the Pro Bowl? Uh, is that coming up? It's this weekend. I saw Huntley's going to be in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it's a joke. Tyler Huntley, two touchdowns, three interceptions, 668 passing yards this year. Yeah, I mean, that just makes the, the Pro Bowl. No one cares about the Pro Bowl anymore, especially because they're not even playing a game anymore, aren't they? They're playing flag football now. I, I would rather, like, I wanted them just to do away with the game entirely. Yeah, just, like, have the award. Maybe do some, do, like, do, like, one day of just, like, goofy events, like, dodgeball, longest drive, and then well, just... they are, ex- yeah, they are expanding the events. And, like, I, I'll watch that. That's fine. But... I don't need to watch. I'm not going to watch a flag football game. I'll tell you that, especially when Tyler Huntley's in it. Yeah, maybe he'll be better at flag football. Well, I, maybe nobody's <laughs> going to play any defense, so yeah. well, that, that's possible. what he that's what he needs. I said this. Uh, I said this earlier in the week, but if anybody uh, anybody placed their future at Bavada preseason that the AFC representatives for the quarterback position would be Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, and Tyler Huntley. Congratulations on being the richest person in the world now. <laughs> is Derek Carr going to wear a Raiders jersey? What's the deal with that? It's so weird, right? They literally sent him home for the last two weeks of the year, and he's in the Pro Bowl. Must have had a good year. Must have had a good two weeks at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did he? What the heck did he do? Cleaned up really well. <laughs> um, no, I like... You're, you're right. It should have actually kind of meant something this year where it's like, Oh yeah, he made the Pro Bowl because it's it's an effectively an honorary position. Yeah, but now we've we've gone back to it means nothing. So that's cool, and not even no not one single eagle made it. That's good joke. <laughs> <laughs> very very good joke. Good. Well, I'm glad none of the eagles made it. Yes, I'm also I'm also content <laughs> with, uh, with how if, it. If people aren't happy about it, then it's an issue. How do you? We'll obviously talk much more about the Super Bowl next week. But how do you feel about the Eagles opening one and a half point favorites at Bavada? Can we take a pause real quick, Chris? Yeah. All right, I gotta go to the bathroom so bad. All right. So, so you needed to mentally prepare to answer that question. Is exactly. Mental. A moment. You've you've <laughs> got your pause. How do you feel about the one and a half? I think the East takes it. You know, the NFC will win that. Game. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I that's crazy that we're – I feel like we're only favorites because of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. I mean, it certainly plays a role, though I do – I do believe when the hypothetical lines were up early, the Eagles were one-point favorites, weren't they? I do not remember. I think they were. And, I mean, you can justify it. They literally 
went through the playoffs outscoring their opponents 69 to 14. Yeah, but you can also justify it and say, like, we didn't really play anyone. 49ers so, defense is very, very, very good. 40, I will give you that. But I do also feel that, like, after we scored our first two touchdowns and then they kind of saw what was going on yeah. on their side of the ball, it was just kind of like the end. You know, they were just like, I mean, it's it's very easy to lose your spirits when you're like, um, our quarterback can't feel his hand and our other quarterback cannot pass the ball. So and then later got concussed. Kyle Juszczyk would have been the uh, emergency quarterback if they didn't go back to Brock Purdy after the Josh Johnson concussion. Yeah. So it was just I mean, our defense is so good. I think. The, the Chiefs team has more holes than our Eagles team does. You know, Agreed. I think every position that we have is a bona fide stud, you know? So I don't think that – I honestly think that we win this game. I don't see how we don't win this game. Well, I the way you don't win the game is Patrick Mahomes goes nuts. That's true, and he's known to go crazy, which, I mean, I, I'm not gambling on this game because I just can't do it. With the no, Eagles in it. I mean, it's just because I'm only going to like I was thinking about it the other day. I'm not going to put my actual money on it because I can't. I have too much. I'm If I'm going to put bets in, I'm going to be betting on the Eagles. You know, I'm not going to yeah. bet on Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown or yeah. Travis Kelsey first touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can't do it, you know, and I'm only going to be able to because I just in my head right now, I'm like, oh, yeah, the Eagles are going to score. The Eagles are going to score. This guy's going to score on the Eagles. This guy's going to score on the Eagles. And if that doesn't happen, it's just like, oh, like this stinks. So I'm right. probably not going to put any of my money on there and probably just take a sabbatical until March Madness starts. You can get Jalen Hurts throws a touchdown before an interception, minus 350 at Bavada. Right, but you're right. It's one of those things <laughs> where it's like, fuck, if this goes bad, like you're depressed and you lost a bunch of money. Well, that's like I know a bunch of people who bet on like Sixers before and they put a mo- bunch of money on Sixers in the playoffs and then they lose. And it's like, all right, great. Like that stunk. Like, yeah. What a waste. That's and the Phillies World Series as well. Yeah. No. Exactly. And it's just it's it's tough to bet in those games on on your team. So it's just it's just not something I'm going to do. But I do think that we, I, I I really do think that we have a real really good chance, and it makes sense that we're the favorite. I also like the over at fifty and a half. I feel like there's going to be a lot of points scored. So I hope there's not. Well, that that makes sense. For the Eagles, that makes sense. Yeah, right? So we need our defense to step up and not have um, Patrick Mahomes score a bunch of points. So I I actually, like, I think about betting the over, but I don't want to bet the over. Same logic applies. Yeah. So I think think this game's going to be 27-17. That's what I'm kind of seeing. We're going to win by, like, 10 points. All right, you can go into. At that point, you're looking at alternate lines, and that's. Uh, I just i i i haven't been able to be confident about this team for whatever reason, and I know it's. It's not based on anything they have done. All they have done is played fantastic football, won 14 games, gone to the Super Bowl. I just don't trust it. Like, and I said this earlier last week. I'm not a hundred percent sure the Eagles are going to win that game two weeks ago against the Giants at this point. Like, I just don't, I'm not sure. I'm not that confident. Well, it's, I mean, when you go with, when you have a team that has no Pro Bowl players, it's tough yeah, to cheer. That's it's true. It's tough to, it's tough to get confident behind them. In fairness, the Chiefs aren't sending anybody to the Pro Bowl either. 
It's true. It's true. It's crazy that these two teams made the Super Bowl. W- wild to think about. <laughs> and you got people also, like Derek Carr going. And and Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Well, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are no Tyler Huntley. We know that. <laughs> uh, but, one could only dream if we had him on our team. <laughs> oh, what this roster would look like as him as our number three quarterback. <laughs> but no, but you, you mentioned it really quick, and I just want to touch on it really quick. The the injury to Brock Purdy. How about the fact that they put Brock Purdy back in the game with a fully torn UCL? I mean, that's just like they Who's had Tommy John. They just had no options. What else were they gonna? It was gonna be Juice Check. Like it's yeah, it was, it was Kyle Juice Check. It's just crazy. It's just what a wild ride. I mean, honestly, this you know what this says to me? Does the offensive line for the Niners just stink out loud that they got so their quarterbacks hurt so many times? <laughs> that is, I mean, that's fair. Their top four quarterbacks did get hurt. Yeah, like, like, what are you? Are you, why are you not blocking for these people? Like for your quarterback? Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Trent Williams was being such a little crybaby. He realized how badly he played. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's all. That's it. The offensive line for San Francisco is the worst offensive line in the in the National Football League. If you're a quarterback, if yes. you're a quarter, if you're a quarterback, <laughs> avoid them at all costs. <laughs> and it sucks for Brock Purdy too, because I mean he was in a position where he was going to be the starter going into next year, and now like I don't know if he's going to be ready. Yeah, no, nah, what, what does this do for his career? Yeah, he could have definitely been the starter for San Francisco going forward. I don't see how you take him out after how well he played, but now it's like, well, what happens now? Yeah, what it, I mean, he he gets the opportunity to be usurped by Trey Lance, who gets to take back over because he'll be the only guy who's healthy at that point. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in San Francisco. Maybe I'll be quarterback next year. I, I'll get hurt real quick. I'll sign a contract and get hurt. All right. I think we have a plan then. <laughs> you got you to gotta, gotta provide for that kid somehow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Of Happy Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day, everyone. Didn't know it was Groundhog Day. Yep, just wanted to throw that out there. Forgot, what, forgot to mention what did, it. What did we get? I celebrate privately, so. Oh, you mean what did he see? Um, He saw his shadow. Which is good? Don't remember. <laughs> okay, we well, can't leave people in this kind of cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, like uh, it's six more weeks of winter. Punk starting uh, Phil saw his shadow. Six more weeks of winter. Okay, well... I guess we we could have left it without that little buzzkill ending that ultimately oh, wait, means is that, nothing. I think that was just somebody's prediction, or no? Oh no, no, he saw his shadow. He saw his shadow. <laughs> somebody just made a prediction about what's going to happen. <laughs> just like what are the lines what of the bottom? <laughs> yeah, what were the odds? I'm sure it was probably up there. I'm sure it was, but yeah, People he did care see, about he that. Did, yeah, he did in fact see his shadow. Six more weeks of winter. This is amazing. I guess that makes sense. Shadow, like that means clouds. If they're, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Clouds mean cold. Clouds mean clouds mean cold. Sun means warm. And <laughs> I don't think we can do any better than that on the show. So we're going to leave you with that. Uh, for Matt Crone, I'm Chris Horwoodell. Happy Groundhog Day. This has been the Underdog. We'll see you back here next week. <laughs>